Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Hello and welcome to the Nursing It Podcast. I'm your host, David Larson. And today, I'll be going over a pathophysiology and pharmacology review around memory, dementia, Alzheimer's, and Huntington's disease. Before I begin, I would like to remind listeners that if you would like to get in contact with me, regarding past episodes, or if you want uh, me to cover a topic in a future episode, to please email me at nursingandpodcast at gmail.com, and I'll be happy to talk with you. With that said, please sit back, relax, and let's jump right into memory. Now, memory includes a lot of complicated processes, and it takes into consideration a lot of things that we take in from the world around us. So information from our prefrontal, our, our limbic system, our parietal occipital lobe, our temporal lobe, all synthesize visual, auditory, and somatic information and turn it into information that is then stored. Now, the ability for your body to do this uh, is reduced with aging, so just keep that in mind in general. Now with memory, neurotransmitters are actually involved with it, such as acetylcholine or GI hormones, such as cholecystokinin, uh, which is a, a GI hormone uh, released in your intestines, or neuropeptide Y, which are endogenous opioids. All these neurotransmitters are linked to memory in one way or another. It is just not well known why. So it's very interesting. But now that we kind of have this background information, let's jump into disorders of memory. And we're going to start off with dementia. Now, dementia is a very uh, long uh, encompassing term around cognitive disorders. And it basically means there's an impairment in the short and long-term memory. And this can include associations with abstract thinking, impaired judgment, or personality changes. And nothing signifies dementia more than Alzheimer's disease. Alzheimer's is a progressive decline in intellectual functioning, resulting in decrease in memory, judgment, and abstract thinking. And this is all surrounding the atrophy of uh, the cortex. So cortical atrophy and the loss of neurons in the parietal and, and temporal lobes. And what happens is this leads to a ventricular enlargement or hydrocephalus caused by amyloid plaques and neurofibrillar tangles leading to this atrophy. Amyloid plaques are basically uh, amyloids that divide improperly and form beta amyloids. These build up and these are toxic and these result in neurofibrillar tangles 
where in a neural brain, normal brain, these fibers hold cells together and maintain proper shape and transport uh, tra uh, nutrients. But in an abnormal array, these fibers will twist, tangle, and brain cells will lose shape. They will not get the nutrients they need, and they will die. And this is how Alzheimer's is progressive. Now, the primary symptoms of Alzheimer's are things like amnesia, anomia, which is, you forget names, apraxia, which is the use, misuse of objects, agnosia, which is your inability to recognize people, aphasia, which is a decrease in your expression, and also a decrease in judgment, concentration, and weight loss as they're forgetting to eat and they have excessive pacing tendencies. Now, the pharmacotherapy goal is to try to improve the function of ADLs, their behavior, and their cognition. However, there is no cure for this disorder as of this podcast right now, which is very, very sad because there are a lot of people suffering from this disorder and the cases are rising. They're rising. And there's no uh, definitive proof of why people develop Alzheimer's disease. So please keep that in mind. So as mentioned, the pharmacotherapy goal is to improve the function of ADLs, which is your activities of daily life, their behavior, and their cognition. So this is, includes medications such as cholinesterase inhibitors, this includes Donprazil. These decrease the breakdown of acetylcholine by acetylcholinesterase, so you have an increase in acetylcholine in the synapses. Now, as always with medications, there's adverse effects. And this includes GI problems like diarrhea, nausea, vomiting, anorexia. You can also develop muscle cramps, joint pain, and increased risk of uh, bone fractures. Now there is NMDA receptor blockers. So these are uh, prevent the overstimulation of NMDA by glutamate. And these are medications like uh, memetidine. There's antioxidants, such as vitamin E that is given. This helps uh, prevent oxygen-free radicals. And there is some evidence that show that vitamin E might help. But again, the research is non-conclusive on this. Now let's move away from Alzheimer's and focus on some different other kinds of dementia. And this will include frontal temporal dementia. And as the name might suggest, this is an atrophy of the frontal and anterior temporal lobes. And what happens at this is it affects behavior and language and this is fatal as a patient usually survives for two to ten years after the diagnosis. And this is because usually infection causes death with this dementia. And then there is vascular dementia. So this is caused by a brain injury resulting from ischemic or hemorrhagic damage. So this leads to slowness of psychomotor functioning, depression, uh, and of the, that of the sort are often very present. 
So the etiology with most of these diseases besides uh, the ischemia and the hemorrhaging are things like hypertension, MI, arrhythmias, that kind of stuff. Now let's talk about Huntington's disease and we will end it off here. Huntington's disease is a subcortical disease which is inherited and it starts to begin at around age 40. So this is a progressive degeneration of the cerebral cortex and basal ganglia. This leads to decrease in the ability to think, depression, restlessness, irritability, and a decrease in the memory. Uh, and basically what happens is the patient will ha get abnormal muscle tone and movement, progressive rigidity, and more jerky motions. And the treatment of this is to add more, um, because the main problem with Huntington's disease is you have a decrease in GABA and GABA receptors. GABA is an inhibitory neurotransmitter. So most medications are around maintaining GABA, decreasing uh, GABA destruction, or decreasing excitatory neurotransmitters like acetylcholine. And with that, this will be the end of this episode. Next episode, we're going to be talking about withdrawal symptoms and some treatments around it. It should be a fairly quick episode, but I think that a lot of people will find it very interesting. As always, you can email me at nursingandpodcast.gmail.com, and I'll make sure to answer your hard-hitting questions. I hope you all had as much fun listening to this podcast as I had making it, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And until next time, I'm David Larson. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk with you again very soon. Please take care of yourself and others. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.